<laughs> so, welcome to Absurd and Report. I'm Josh. I'm Derek. And I'm Nicole. And we're going to go into the Mandela effect today, which is one of the fucking most ridiculous things. It's one of my most fa- favorite theories to exist that I've ever looked upon, and every time I spout off about it, some person in the corner thinks I'm a whack job. I mean, I feel like it's a prominent thing now. I mean, just so for a little background, uh, some things that are considered the Mandela effect is um, people remember. some people remember that... Um, well, it's named after Nelson Mandela because some people remember that he died in the 80s and they remember this elaborate funeral. But in historical fact, he really like got out of prison 10 years after that and was still alive for another several years. So I'm one of those people. You're, so you remember this funeral? I remember it. a few it. of my friends are like, oh, I totally remember this like grandiose funeral. And I do not. I don't remember that shit at all. I, I remember, remember it. I remember he got out of jail and then he like was on an episode of Celebrity Boxing or some shit like that. It I, happened to me because... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. It happened to me because I was talking about it with my friend and I kept saying he died and she was like, no, he's still alive. And then I was like, yeah, I think you're right. He's probably still alive. And so I looked it up and then I was like, I think... Everyone I don't describes know where it I pulled the same that way, from. too. So, I don't know. I don't know where I pulled that from. I remember him getting out of prison. Yeah. I remember it being a big deal. Yeah, I watched I, it on the news. Yeah. I was a history buff. Yeah. Uh, still am. And... Current events was definitely my jam in school. I was I was always like up up to date and stuff like that, and uh, it was very interesting. I specifically remember yeah, I watched getting it, out of yeah, jail. I watched on the fucking news. I watched him walk, walking out. Yeah. But you know, like I said, there's I've, I've met probably like five different people that are like, oh yeah, I definitely remember watching his funeral, all that shit. And that dovetails into another instance of the Bernstein Bears. Yeah, well, there's a bunch of shit like that. And then the Berenstein Bears. Which I remember... This one I remember as the EI. I remember as the Bernstein Bears. Yeah. And then the... And it's always AI, right? Is that what it is in reality? I could have sworn I had all the books and I swear they said EI. Yeah. And another good example is the Star Wars example where it's Luke, I am your father, but he actually says, no, I am Yeah, that one pissed me off recently because I feel like I've watched that movie... Like 800 times because I'm a fucking dork. I've obviously watched that movie. I ran around as a child picking on my cousins, going. (laughs) So. And then here's my favorite. Here's my favorite. I think Tommy Boy has a lot to do with that. What? Issue because that's what he says when he's talking into the spinning fan. Is it, oh, he says, Luke, I'm your father. I am your yeah, father. Maybe, you know, maybe and you know what? Together. That's that just enough it. to put it into the universe. What's Tommy Boy? Uh, what, uh, the greatest film ever made. I've never <laughs> seen it. I've never seen it. It's, um, so, how would I make it's, uh, it's I wish a, I had a record scratching effect. Yeah, yeah. Well, Adam, you can add it in post. <laughs> Quick, quick, cut me off. It's a Chris Farley movie from the uh, mid '90s, where it's just a lot of fat guy flailing around. Basically, the movie. It's pretty funny, <clears throat> but yeah, he definitely uh, he definitely says that when he's impersonating him in it. So and that and that was a, a formative movie. Oh yeah, for me. Same. Yeah, for as me a, as a child. As so a... I do when I think of start with that line, I think of Luke. Yeah, I am Luke. I am your father. Yeah. And then here's my favorite um, example of the Mandela effect is people remember a Sinbad movie about him being a genie that's almost the same movie as... Remember there's the Shaquille O'Neal... Kazam. Rapping genie movie, Kazam. Kazam. So people remember one with him in it. I do. You remember this movie? It doesn't exist. I've seen him go fucking off about it before. I do. But I've seen the fucking picture of him in the genie costume. Uh So what the fuck... 
It could be. I mean, it was the '80s, man. That could have just is been. Is this him at a party? Is this on cocaine? For sure. He did always have wind pants on. That had David like Bowie was dressed like a pirate half the time. <laughs> yeah, and he remember, wasn't a fucking. Have you ever seen a buckler? A stand-up special of Sinbad in the mid '80s, but he's got like his fucking name written down the side of his pants. He's wearing like the MC Hammer pants. The Hammer pants. The wind. The classic windbreaker. You know, um, it could be that just the name Sinbad is synonymous with, with like pirate. Where? Uh, yeah, the pirate folklore. You know, what I mean, like a uh, fantasy sword fighting and stuff like that yeah oh shazam is the one that people remember him no in. shazam is it's a new one coming out well no, well, no this, that's this an old comic this is also the 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 movie that people remember that doesn't technically exist that they thought it was shazam yeah it makes sense because i kind of that i kind of remember that too but it's kazam with Shaq. well sinbad claims this movie never got made basically and <laughs> i just found someone that <laughs> There's a thing on YouTube. This Mandela effect. Sinbad genie movie found in denial interview. <laughs> with a picture of fucking. He's a picture of Sinbad dressed as a genie and it says Shazam is real with a fucking arrow right on his head. See if you can pull this up. Well, I'm looking at Bernstein Bears or Berenstain Bears. I like how this came up in the form of a poll to ask you what you believe in. The actual correct title of the series is Baron's Dane <laughs> so, Bears. So basically, like, so what's the theory behind Mandela Effect? Is that some people remember shit from an alternate reality? Is that what the deal is well, with it? Well, it looks like it could be part of something that's called a multiverse or an interpretation of quantum mechanics. Yeah. Um, so that's you skipping between realities, basically? Pretty much. It's almost like if two dimensions were on top of each other and almost kind of evaporated through each other oh okay i guess it's you know it's not entirely infeasible what am i looking up uh i don't know which one you want to look up the um the fuck one were we just talking about the the shazam one we're uh, this is what we're going to try to do on the podcast right now we're going to try to prove (laughs) that shazam was a real movie starring sinbad and that sinbad is a fucking liar (laughs) (laughs) Fucking puffy pants wearing motherfucker. <laughs> so what do, what do we got here? What did that say? His deadly confession about Shazam? Oh, this is a fake one. This is like he's bullshit, everyone. Actually, yeah, this is just him trolling. I've watched this one before. Okay, he's trolling. Yeah, so there's one of him trolling and, uh, you know, fake admitting that he did it. Is this like a clip from it? Like I said, the 80s were a crazy time. He could have done this movie and totally not... He just don't even remember that remember. shit. Yeah. But I feel like this is not it because I see a College Humor uh, logo in the bottom and the... Oh, it's probably just another fucking trolling video. The tape looks doctored yeah. to make it look like it's on a VHS. Um, while you guys are looking for that, I do just want to say real quickly, um, I did pull up a blog on discovermagazine.com and it does give a little explanation to behind the quantum physics of the Mandela effect. All right, hit me. Um, it says, when not directly observed, electrons and other subatomic particles diffract like waves, only to behave like particles when a measurement is made. Essentially, it's as if these particles exist in multiple places simultaneously until directed, directly observed. 
Well, I do know basic quantum theory is that on the smallest level of molecular physics is that it's electrons disappearing and reappearing in cycles. Okay. So the Nobel Prize winning physicist Erwin Schrodinger explained that strange concept with Schrodinger's cat thought experimented in 1935. If a cat were placed in a box with a radioactive decay detector rigged to break a flask of poison when activated, a decaying particle existing as a wave would yield to simultaneous macro-scale realities. Have you not heard of the Schrodinger's cat theory? I have no idea what the fuck you guys are talking about. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) One where the cat is alive and one where the cat is dead. Although, upon observation, one could see that the cat is either dead or alive. Some quantum physicists, such as late Hugh Everett III, who first proposed the many worlds of interpretation in 1957, have speculated that both realities exist, but in separate parallel universes. So the observer makes the ultimate decision by choosing what box to open, and then whatever box he doesn't open then becomes the alternate timeline. So you kind of remember, because it's still you, but in an alternate reality, if you didn't go that route. If you didn't go that route. Right. I get it. So it's basically just there's infinite alternate realities. That's, that's it's the, the Ouroboros. That's it's, what it leads yeah. back to, the ending uh, loop of time. If you've ever seen that uh, Netflix show Dark, nope, they kind of really adju- uh, address a lot of this in Dark. And if you haven't seen it, it's really good. Go, You should honestly go watch it. It's very culty. It's I'm all better. about time repeating itself in alternate realities and parallel universes. Well, I, 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 like, the con- I like that concept a lot. I just w- it would... Uh... The thing I wonder about the most is what causes that bleed in between stuff, you know? It's got to be what if you energy. To, I, okay, it's kind of like if you were to take this bag. Yeah. And this is time, but what if you were to take time well, and fold, fold it. it in half? Oh, yeah. I mean, I know that concept, I guess. That's what everyone uses for, like, UFOs and stuff like that when they talk about how something would fly around the universe, you know? You take, like, a paper, fold it in yeah. half, wormhole. Yeah. Or... I just, I don't know, it's a cool thing to think, like, how does that naturally occur? And then we just get, <laughs> and why, why the results of it are stupid shit like us remembering a fake genie movie <laughs> from, from Sinbad. But that's what that's makes... A, that's unlocking the mysteries of the universe when it folds in on itself. It just creates a fake genie movie in everybody's brain <laughs> that never <laughs> happened. <laughs> it's, uh, it's those little tears that make it the most noticeable. Um, because you remember it, but other people don't. The show, here's more uh, examples of the Mandela effect. The show is not called Sex in the City. It's called Sex and the City. Yeah. But I remember it as Sex in the City. No, it's and. No, I remember it as in. I remember specifically it being in. I feel like if you say and fast enough, it sounds like in. It just sounds like in, yeah. So take that, stupid. <laughs> no, and, and then this is another one. Many people think that... Oh, yeah, the end of We Are the Champions. Of the world. Yeah, he doesn't say it. He doesn't yes, say he does. Of the what, world? Of yeah. the world, I remember that. He sure does. I don't know, he doesn't say it at the end of it. So this is, this is actually really interesting that we have... <laughs> you know, I mean, several I also things smoke, that we've seen and not seen. I also seen. smoke a lot of marijuana, so, you know, but, I could be wrong. That's how, that's how I always remember it ending. 
<laughs> I, know, I never remember him singing of the world at the end of it. Maybe it's not at the end. Maybe it's just at a different dip in the song. And I do know there is a musical... All right, so he I does say you... of the world in other parts of the song. Okay. Well, yeah. there's a musical uh, phenomenon yeah. that I studied in music theory. And that is there is a certain scale and a certain sequence that your brain will automatically fill in notes in that sequence to make it complete. So oh, yeah, if totally. it I was just reading about that. If this if if say, you know, you play your skate or something comes around, perfect example being we are the champions. Yeah. You hear it once and then the second time around it's going in that same directions and then yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, so your brain completes it. So your brain completes it. Yeah, I feel like that's a Because that's at a the very end one. my brain wanted to complete yeah. that. That just naturally happens, you know. Um, I did pull up something interesting for the Shazam genie thing. Um, there are several reasons for this. First, a large number of general associations increase the probability that a false memory could emerge. Twin films with similar concepts being released around the same time were common in the 1990s. Sinbad had a different movie out the same year called First Kid, which, like Kazam, involves a hero coming to the aid of a wayward boy. Yo, that movie sucks. I forgot about that movie. He was a, was he, a, he was a Secret Service agent. I believe so, yeah. Man, that is a stinker. Even as a child, <laughs> even, even as a child I was like, yo, this, is, this shit is not a good movie. <laughs> and Sinbad had also previously released uh, a movie called House Guest in 1995, the poster for which has an image of his head coming out of a mailbox. Okay, I do I remember that I've movie. I've seen that movie numerous times. Yes, yes, Perhaps yes. abstractly resembling a genie emerging from a lamp. I think that's a stretch. I think it's a bit of a stretch. Um, Sinbad is an Arabic name, and the story of Sinbad the sailor is often associated with encounters with genies. Don't look at the screen. Oh. Sinbad's bald head and goatee resemble a typical genie portrayed in the media. Sinbad also dressed up like a genie for a movie marathon he hosted in the 1990s. That's probably where it came from. Which almost certainly contributed to the memory of Sinbad playing a genie. Besides similar associations laying the groundwork for a false memory to form. The other main factors in the instance are confabulation and suggestibility. Uh, is it interview with the vampire or interview with a vampire? I'm interview say with the. a vampire. With a or the? I'm going to say the. I'm going to say a. It is interview with the vampire. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. I remember his interview with a vampire. I've read the book and seen the movie a bunch but of times. But so have I. Yeah. Listen, this next one is a big pile of turds in a bucket, and I, I'm calling it now. The Queen and Snow White never said mirror, mirror on the wall. That's bullshit. I've been saying it for my whole life because I'm the prettiest of them all. <laughs> we're, just, we're just debunking well, Mandela effects it, right it now. It could be from the book. That's why. Mirror, mirror so, on the wall. She definitely said it. Let's get to where it like... Jiffy peanut butter doesn't exist. Get the fuck out of here. See, what I'd be interested in is why the fuck do people have this memory of Mandela's funeral? What is that based on? Well, let me tell you. It happened in, that it happened. I remember. In time. I remember there being like crowds of people and them hoisting him down in a casket with flowers on it. I just remember it that way. See, I remember it as like a weekend at Bernie's type scenario where they had him in like a <laughs> they had him like a floral shirt. They had him propped up in between John Silverman and yeah. whatever the fucking other guys. Yeah, you was. know they're partying, picking up chicks, like. 
But it was a hell of a funeral. <laughs> on a greater scale of like we got to in the last podcast, do you think there's something way bigger up there controlling this? Is the Mandela effect actually real? Do you believe it? Hypermodern physics, the stuff that Stephen Hawking's kind of group of scientists were working on. Yeah. Hypermodern physics stated that the universe has always existed. It's just disappeared and reappeared in cycles. And if you can kind of like picture it in terms of like a really long hot dog in a, that doesn't have a beginning or end in a sea of other long hot dogs that don't have beginnings or ends disappearing and reappearing randomly. That's kind of like what 2000 year old Buddhist theory yeah. is now matching up with the cutting edge of what science is where si- of where science is. But not just any si- science, but the scientist Stephen Hawking, who was smart as fuck. <laughs> putting, okay. it, is, uh, putting it lightly. I tried to read a Stephen Hawking book before and I was like, I have no fucking idea what's happening in this at all. And I, I just gave up. Um, <laughs> the book that he wrote, uh, was it The Universe? Uh, yeah, um, some shit like that. Actually, uh, The Universe is really interesting because uh, uh, some theories that I've heard too about The Universe A brief history is, of time. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> and then, you know, I also heard that The Universe is kind of like an elastic and once it stretches out so far, it kind of closes in on itself. Well, that doesn't sound good. And then, um, you know, at the center of every at the center of every galaxy, there is a black hole. Oh yeah, at the center of any ga- uh, galaxy, there is a black hole, and I think that you know, black holes create a lot of um, matter in its own. I don't know how, but you know. It- well, that is an interesting point because i think it was last week we got or two weeks ago the image we got our first image of an actual black hole josh you know about this yeah you i looked at it this? Yeah. it's snoop dogg's blunt um i you know we've all seen event horizon and we've discussed it man event horizon <laughs> just keeps coming up in the last two weeks well, not even with just with you guys i had a whole conversation with my friend about event horizon last well it's night. because it's some movies we're talking about just, black holes some <laughs> movies just staple it all together in a nice box yeah <laughs> uh even if it's a little demonic and you go uh, through a black hole and you go to hell yep bang that's it <laughs> that's the lesson of that but, movie so what about event horizon well, that's what a black hole where time and space cease to coexist at the entrance of the black hole. That's called the event horizon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, I get it now. But in that movie, it means you go to hell. That's <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I, I was, get, I was, I was thinking of the wrong your, things. You're going to want to fist yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Um, don't slow down those scenes. Do slow down. <laughs> in hell. I, I fucking watched a review of that movie the other day, and the guy was talking about how, like, his, uh, his like, wife came home with the kids while he's watching that scene, and he tried to pause it so the kids wouldn't see it, and it just, it just kept pausing on something more and more horrible each time. For anyone that doesn't know this, Event Horizon has this scene uh, referred to as the blood orgy scene. That's what it's referred to as. It's, I don't know how they and got it's away a, with it's this. It's a montage of just like the most fucked up shit. And if you know anything about the movie, they filmed they filmed enough to make a three and a half hour movie, and it got trimmed down to like an hour and twenty minutes or something. I like did not that. know that. Yeah, so like those scenes are like just a snippet of the scenes they filmed for it, which they were just filming insanely fucked up shit. Like, I mean, you see like. One frame, what, two frames. One of them is like a woman sodomizing a guy with a pipe. Like uh-huh. one of them is, uh, I think, some guy getting his face ripped off. Like just shit like that. It all looks hyper realistic, basically. Right. Yeah. 
but that's what it's known as the blood orgy scene. But Sam yeah. Neill, Sam Neill does it so he's good. A, <laughs> the guy was like, "I love me some Sam it was, Neill." It, I don't remember the name. But, uh, it's the guy that he's uh, angry video game nerd on um, on YouTube. His other show, Rental Reviews, uh, he's he was the one talking about it. But he said his wife had to like, you know, get the kids out of the room because he's just like fumbling trying to pause it. He's just this more and more horrifying scene every he single time. Might as well have just been watching porn. And... Yeah, he's just watching a snuff film basically in his living room. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but yeah, no, I think like I think black holes definitely give birth to uh, a lot of existence of maybe what we know. Yeah, I just I feel like so what a lot of Mandela effect shit would just be like mini like a mini version of that essentially, like I've... you swap in and out of reality basically. Yeah, and another interesting thing about black holes themselves is that they can evaporate. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, they can evaporate over time. I don't know a lot about it's uh, you know space related science basically, but <clears throat> I know it's the Flintstones. Is what you is that a debated one as well? The, the Flintstones. I'm looking at 350 effect? examples of the Mandela effect. Uh, I took on the ridiculous task of catering a movie, um, but we got to talk about this movie for one second. I've because, worked on a few movies and it sucks. I got to tell you. Well, I'm gonna drop a little fucking bomb on you yeah. and give you this brief synopsis of this film. All right, so they're filming it at the old closed down Mardi Gras. Oh, Jesus Christ. And you know where it is. Yeah, why don't you give a little background on Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras <laughs> is a late night uh, music venue that had, I think, seven or eight different rooms and each room being a different type of music. So you could theoretically walk from the uh, fist bumping... Uh, what's the guy with the freaking Polly D DJ room? Jersey, yeah. Jersey, Jersey Shore. He probably did DJ Brody. there before. Oh, you bet you. Here, he, yeah. You hundred percent. I've seen bet. him DJ on accident. You know who told me about Mardi Gras? <laughs> Kate Ameren. Oh. Yeah. Um, but then you go to the next room and they have like you know line dancing, and then they have the next room which is like it's all Jimmy Buff only Jimmy Buffett tropical. <laughs> That's why I never went there. And then they had a decent... Sounds like my kind of joint. And then they had a decent rock and roll room with, like, you know... And it, to play a gig there wasn't too bad. They had a competent sound guy. Yeah. They had their own gear, and so... <laughs> a competent sound guy. Um, so they're filming a movie about a... By day, he is a talking dog. <laughs> and then by night, he is a secret <laughs> agent talking dog. Are you fucking with us right now? This is the movie you're watching? Like, this sounds like a bad 80s movie. Is Nicolas you know? Cage star in it? Uh, almost certainly. <laughs> He's playing the dog. It sounds like the guy is who it? wrote... No. <laughs> Starring Nicolas Cage as the dog. <laughs> that is fucking absolute... So it's a How talking... You know? <laughs> so it's a talking dog cop movie. That's what you're telling me? Is the dog CG... Like a CGI talking dog? Or no, no I, it's I, a real dog. I, it was a real dog... It was told. I was told that it is the number one stunt trick dog in the world. Um, <laughs> that dog's getting paid more oh, than you on that movie, wait, bro. Wait, you bet. <laughs> more, more important question: What kind of dog is this? <laughs> Look like a mutt. Like mean, my, it wasn't like a golden. Can it wasn't you describe like a, how cute it was? It was pretty cute. Yeah, we've gotten insanely off track at this point. Listen, from the I need to know how about the cute what? dog. <laughs> It's not every day you meet a talking dog. 
It's, well, he doesn't talk in real life. Apparently it's, he's, <laughs> well, yeah, because he's, he's a secret cute. agent that would blow his cover. Because I haven't heard anything about how cute this dog oh is. Oh my god. Secret, You'll see. Secret You'll agent see. dog, huh? Is this like an... Are you working on a secret fucking Airbud movie? Secret agent dog. No, it wasn't an Airbud movie, but that was actually my first question when I asked. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of sounds like it'd be an Airbud sequel, you know? There's already been five. Yeah. So, Wait, so what's another? What's so another seven of them, you know. <laughs> there doesn't need to be any more air mud movies. Straight to video. That's a cash cow. They should yeah. do like air dolphin. <laughs> oh, so make it a different basketball playing animal every time. How's the dolphin gonna play basketball? They, they, <laughs> aren't dolphins allergic to air? You can't. But that's new. It comes out of the water. It boops that ball right into the net. But basketball's not played in the water. Where is this? Oh, yeah, well, you know, okay, so Air Bud, they do other things too, like football and uh, maybe one golfs, I don't know. So does MVP, doesn't he? The the MVP's like, uh, he's got like a basketball movie and a I think skateboard. it's hockey, I think it's hockey. I, thought I think there's like a hockey one, I think there's like a rollerblading one. <laughs> and you already remember that Disney show Brink? Damn it! <laughs> I was already on it! <laughs> You gotta get up pretty early in the morning. Get <laughs> Stump over, this guy yeah. on a rollerblading TV show from we both fucking 20 years it. ago. Yes, and uh, Limp Bizkit cover band names. Oh my god. See By the way, it's it Counterfeit. What's up? The, the Limp Bizkit cover band is called Counterfeit. Oh, of course it is. Of course it's, it's not, called Counterfeit. Not Dirsty Dancing. Dirsty Dancing is far superior oh of a cover band name for Honestly, I'm kind of mad that it's not. Maybe I should write them and tell them, hey. I think we go to the show and let them <laughs> <laughs> show up. So you're going to go to a Limp Bizkit cover show to lay down the law on the band about their name for their Limp Bizkit cover band? Tell them. They deserve to know. I'll their stick life. their cookie up their ass. Their, their life's probably pretty low to begin and with since they're doing a Limp Bizkit cover band at a bar. <laughs> We're rolling <laughs> on a Saturday rolling, night. Rolling, <laughs> rolling, rolling, what? It's one band that could easily be wiped from history and music would not change in the Don't slightest. Don't forget that Fred Durst did have a song with the Method Man called End Together. I know, and I know. And that's quasi-decent. The Method Man. Red Man's on it, too. No. Right? No, it's, I, I it think both. it's just Method Man. No, I thought it was both for some reason. Uh, Red Man. It's the Gilla bees on the track. <laughs> Red Man usually does follow in Method Man's. He's just kind of there. He's well, he's of... an official member of the Wu Tang Clan now. That and like uh, EPMD, I'd like to see him just be permanent members of both. All right, let's do a sign off. <sighs> nope, it's just Method Man. Son of a bitch. Mandela effect. <laughs> they, were bo- they were both in that. <laughs> uh, it's. I remember it. Wu Tang is just all one person. Yep, that's the Mandela effect. So, what's our summary of the Mandela effect? Basically, mainly internet kooks. I don't know. It's a tough one. I think. I think when you think about it in ways that uh, you know there are parallel universes with you know the whole experiment with Schrodinger's cat, Schrodinger's cat. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I think when you look at it at that aspect, I kind of believe it more. But when we look at it and we look at all these bullshit theories, I'm just like, ah. It's, a, it's just like a lot of them are really asinine things. That's all I'm saying. Like, You know, people can but... <laughs> remember or forget whatever they want when they don't even read into the idea yeah, of it more. I just feel like it's not that profound of stuff for what, like how crazy of a thing it's supposed to be you know it's <laughs> like realities blend into each other but like the only listen big... I forget shit but now VHS is a Berenstain Bears are spelled different and that's that's it like... the biggest example that uh, creates that rift is Nelson Mandela himself 
That son of a bitch. And um, I don't know. I, I do think that there's a bigger person, some, not God, but a bigger uh, entity out there that likes to fuck with us, you know? I bet you that year there was just like a whole lot of fucking just energy flying around. Yeah. There was just like really intense stuff like happening and just like opened up a freaking, The men you know, in black are having some fun with us. Yep, opened up switching, a little... v- switching your childhood VHS tapes with... Ain't nothing wrong with a little time riff, baby. Confiscating every Sinbad-related genie movie that exists. They think it's amazing. (laughs) They steal it just like ballpoint pens. I feel that the movie Steel was uh, some of his better work. What, Sinbad? Uh, uh, Shaquille. That's Shaquille, yeah. Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. And Shaq Fu... Shaq Fu is a not decent a, video game. No, it isn't. When's the last time you played Shaq Fu? Ooh, when it came out. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good video game. <laughs> I played it like a couple and years ago. And they just take like the Mortal Kombat engine and just, yeah. just plugged in it's way worse. Shaquille O'Neal. It's much Shaq worse. Shaq Fu. So it's like, it was like Primal Rage, but worse. Yeah, I beat the whole... I remember I rented it as a child. I beat the whole game in like 15 minutes, basically. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I can't beat anything in 15 minutes. Yeah. Not even my own dick. <laughs> I have no fucking idea what that means. Thank you for listening to Observer <laughs> Report. <laughs> we'll be at you in the next couple of weeks with some new episodes and some reviews, and uh, I believe we're going to do an episode on the Flatwoods Monster coming up. Yeah, because it's the coolest looking monster boogie boo I've ever seen. And I do want to take some of the recommendations from our uh, main page and mess around with with some of these uh, suggestions um, that our friends and fans have left for us to cover some you know some things that they're interested yeah, in. Yeah, our Facebook's public so you can just go on there and just leave you know you can leave comments about what you want to see on the show. The well. address please Josh. Uh, it is facebook.com slash absurd and report. And we also have a band camp that is. That's um, absurd and report dot band dot com. So please check us out. Is it Absurd and Report podcast? Nope, it is just Absurd and Report. Oh. <laughs> yeah. no, absurd and Report at Bandcamp. Dot, dot Bandcamp. Dot Bandcamp. Dot com. Dot podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Learn how to read, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs>